0: God is good. How many of you have been blessed in some way this summer? Whether it's time off, a little relaxing, or financial, material blessing, or in a family way, just in case nobody knows, our daughter, who back in May was told that she could not get pregnant. Is pregnant, so so. um, It is a big blessing. It's a miracle, and I want to bless the Lord for the miracle. Somebody asked me, "Well, how do you feel?" I know I'm I'm totally happy for Justin and Sha'Nae, but I don't feel like a grandpa. And that is going to be really hard to (laughs) absorb. (laughs) You know. (laughs) 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 I hope not. (laughs) Yes, kids can be (laughs) released. (laughs) We release the children. Kids can go to their Sunday school class. They already left. Nobody even moved when I said that because they're all gone. My glasses aren't in here. Ah, thank you, Lord. Well, as you know, uh, over the last couple of years, I, I, I've done more and more bike riding, and I, I've gotten up to about an hour hour and 20 minutes, just about three, four times a week where I go bike riding. And uh, the point isn't the exercise. The point is, during that time, it's amazing how God just runs thoughts through your mind. And uh, the more you read God's Word, the more thoughts He can give you. If you sow, (laughs) God's really been talking to me about sowing and reaping, and and this is where my sermon came from this week. But, you know, if you sow into God's Word, you will reap God's thoughts. And so as I've been uh, having this time in the morning, it was probably about six weeks ago, I had just kind of finished. How many of you have read a book recently, besides the Bible, just read a book recently? You know, there's, it's amazing statistics. They say once people get out of high school, and if you don't go to university, it's, it's like 75% of people never read a book again in their life. That's an amazing statistic. So I encourage you, first, get into God's Word, but I've, I've Read a book and it had to do with sewing and reaping, and it got my mind onto sewing, sewing, sewing. And one time, one morning as I was doing my my exercising, this thought that w- went through my mind. What happens if we don't sew? What happens if you do not sew? Do you realize that if you are not purposefully and intentionally sowing, you're still gonna get a harvest of something. And my 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 title this morning is called Weeds. Weeds. How many of you love your garden of weeds? There aren't... <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking because... <laughs> kind of funny, but... I just You know, you, weeds are useless. Weeds really serve no purpose. And what they do is they take water... They take energy and nutrients. I I didn't do a big study on weeds, but they take vitamins and minerals and nutrients out of the soil, and they, they use valuable resources that the important crop should be utilizing. And as a result, you don't get as healthy of a crop if you have weeds. And if you let the weeds grow to rampant, the Word of God says that the weeds choke out life. So I want to talk a little bit about weeds this morning, and I'm going to be really quick. I've said that before. And I talk real quick, but I talk really long. I can't get these on. So I'm just gonna read. I'm gonna read some of my notes, because if I read, then I go quicker. Your field, your yeah, your field is your heart. Matthew 13, 19 says. If anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. It's the parable of the the sower and the four different kinds of soil. But the point I want to make here is that the the seed that he threw was was the soil of his heart. So when I'm talking today about what are you sowing, I'm talking about your heart is the field. And your field, any field, does not just stay empty. If a person harvests something, churns it all up, plows it over, and now you got a a beautiful, dark, brown soil. It's not going to stay that way. Your field, your heart, does not just stay empty. And if we don't actively sow godly seed, something will grow. And too many Christians receive salvation, but they do not actively pursue anything godly. And something grows. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Proverbs 4.23. I don't know if we can put scripture verses up there. This is what Proverbs 4.23, it says, Keep your heart. Keep your field, keep your soil with all diligence. Too many people are careless, there's a lack of awareness. Sometimes, Kieran wanted, oh, Kieran's not here. Oh, Kieran's back there. He wanted to be included in my sermon. So, here you go, Kieran. Hey, Dad, can I watch this movie? What's it rated? Oh, do I got to check the rating? How many people have ever walked into a movie without checking the rating? Okay. (laughs) Carelessness. What's it rated? PG thirteen. And dad, I'm (laughs) thirteen. That means I can watch it. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's. I say, okay. You know, settle down, son. I'm got. I got a special website. I check this stuff out on. I'm sorry, son. We have to be diligent. See, if you walk into the theater without checking the rating and just, wow, I saw the trailer. You know, they don't put all the bad stuff in the trailer. They put all the funny stuff. So if you go to a comedy, the ten great jokes are the ten great jokes you saw on the trailer. You don't have to go. Because you walk into the theater and all of a sudden, without you being aware, there are seeds being planted. Unintentional, maybe unaware, but you're still having seeds planted in your, in your field. So diligence is, is being aware. Being aware. Matthew 13, 24. This is the parable right after the four types of soil are talked about. It says, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. So here we have a guy putting good seed, godly seed into his life. Next verse. Okay, I'll read it. But while... Okay. Sometimes we fall asleep. The word tears means weeds, by the way. If you look in the NIV or the NLT or the NASB or... NBA or the NHL or okay some of you are awake good thank you (laughs) some of you fell asleep (laughs) too many of us see right now I'm being aware I'm not allowed to walk off the stage because if I walk down there they're gonna lose light and then I don't show up so good on the video that's, awa- that's walking in awareness. Is that it's multitasking. We have to multitask in our Christian life, realizing, okay, I gotta be careful. I cannot fall asleep. I've gotta be aware because there are many sources of bad seed. There are more and more sources of bad seed continuously coming into the marketplace. And I'm not going to say them all because we, we kind of know them all. But while he slept, sleeping is a lack of awareness. Parents, you are the awareness of your children. Depending on who's Which parents you talk to, you get a different age. But my awareness never ends. (laughs) And I drive my kids crazy. But that's another point. Parents, you are the awareness factor for a great portion of your child's upbringing, not the school system. Not the television babysitting service. Not the entertainment systems of PS3 and 4 and Xbox and all those other ones. That is not the awareness system. We are responsible for our children. Amen? You need to be aware for your own life while he slept while the keepers of the field slept the enemy i want really wow my time i i talk so much i'm sorry ah. i got so much to say <laughs> What's the purpose of a weed? None. However, it has a counter purpose. Your purpose in your life is to grow spiritually. Growing spiritually means you build a relationship with God. And as that relationship grows, you become more and more like God. We were created in His image after His likeness. And our purpose... Our number one purpose in life is that relationship. We were created for His pleasure. And our number one purpose, purpose is not wrapped up in an assignment, in a person. Purpose is wrapped up in knowing God. And as you build that relationship, you become more and more like Him. As you become more and more like Him, you start thinking like Him. And out of that you, become, you begin to fulfill God's call in your life. And that's an assignment. As you fulfill your purpose, God makes clear His assignment. And three, knowing that assignment, it's all for the purpose of establishing God's kingdom. It's all wrapped up in God. We have careers, but you realize you can extend God's plan and purpose on the earth in your job through your kindness, through your love, through words of encouragement, through sharing God's forgiveness, His love, His acceptance. You you further God's kingdom in your classroom, in your home. It's all wrapped up in God. What does a weed want to do? The weed wants to, first of all, Hinder your spiritual growth. Distractions. Weeds. They come in and they suck life. They take energy. They take your... They want to suck the life out of you. They... the, The purpose of the weed is to steal from you. And unawares most of the time, we are getting life sucked out of us in 10s, 20 different directions. And we, we get this, the life sucked out. As a result, we don't grow spiritually. And as a result, we never realize our assignment And as a result, God's kingdom through us does not get furthered. And we see the thief comes to steal life, kill our assignment, to create crop failure. And it happens when we fall asleep. Things get sown into our life, like walking into a movie theater without checking the rating. Just unawares. And as a result, as a result, crop failure. Keep the soil of your heart clean. in my very little experience of gardening, the more good things I plant, the less space there is for weeds. I, I hope I'm not too basic. I hope some of the things that I say just aren't so basic as it's like, okay, come on. But sometimes we we just run around so unaware that we literally destroy our energy on things that don't even matter. And then when God comes calling, there's nothing left. And I, I don't feel like getting up this morning. I mean, how many of you plan your Saturday nights? so that you're fresh and awake Sunday morning. Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> he was tired this morning. Just think of the process of weeds. Listen, watch this process. A seed just floats through the air. When we see it, uh, you know, pollen. You know, those white fluffs flying through. We don't think there's any plan or purpose in that thing flying around. But you know the enemy has a complete plan and a complete purpose for every thought that just randomly flies around? Do you realize... Those commercials on TV aren't just random. Oh, this stupid commercial. Every single set of commercials on this TV show is the same commercial. I'm sick and tired of it. But we watch them. <laughs> How many of you got a PVR? You get to skip the commercials. That's the best thing about it. But, but none of those seeds, whether we, we, we see them flying, those you know those little helicopters? It's not just random. People get mesmerized by the, the weed seed that flies through the air, and it captivates us. It's not random. The process, it just, here's the word, I, it drifts in. It drifts in. It finds a little bit, you know, it needs very little soil. And it just kind of grows. This little thing all of a sudden appears in your life. That's the best time to get rid of the weed when it's just that little thing. Because you can just pull it up, the root comes. But too many times. It establishes itself. It drifts in unaware. It grows, and it's not too menacing. I'll just, I'll shoot some, what's it called? Weed killer, what's it called? I don't know. Weed whack stuff. I'll, I'll spray it next week. Round up. Thank you. I'll get the Roundup next week. And then we forget next week to go shopping, and it's, ah. Okay. So now the weed has established itself. Weeds multiply. They multiply all by themselves. Not only do they multiply but their roots go down deeper. I hope I really hope this isn't too basic but it was As it multiplies, it eventually takes over whatever area of your life, it's taking over. It's just boom. all of a sudden you can't find the good stuff. As it takes over, instead of this amaz- this deep root. You have a root system. Have you ever seen those clovers? They don't look too bad because they're green and it looks like lawn. But you start pulling them and they are everywhere. And it's like impossible to get rid of. And so what we do is we just manage our weeds. We just manage the Okay, if nobody can see it, you know, we'll just pull as much of that stuff off the top. And if nobody sees it, nobody notices it, I, I'll get by. And we we end up just managing our weeds. After the root system gets in, and it's really difficult to get rid of them, they grow so deep. It's what we call the root of a root of bitterness sets in. You get this root, this, and it's so deep that you have to do kind of like major surgery to get it out. And instead of, you know, just plucking that little thing out, you're getting a shovel and a pick, a backhoe. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, it gets, but that's the, the, the process of, and it happens We're not aware. And it just grows. As I was bike riding, this, this, this all came to me one day, and I, I was sitting on my phone typing all these notes in. It's really important. When God puts a thought into your heart, to your mind, write it down. No, no, notarize it. Yeah, notarize it. Make it official. Write it down. Put it in your phone or something. Here's three sources. And this is where I really feel, I want to, I really feel God wants to set people free. Set people free. Sources of weeds. First is negative words spoken over us, or negative things done to us. This is why I really want to include parents here. You know, the first 10 years of your children's lives, you are putting seeds in your kids. Unfortunately, sometimes, rather than parents building a good system Obviously, there, there's abuses that go on, and that's a weed into someone's life. And as a child, as a child, the, they don't know how to deal with that in their life. Whether it's negativity over them, words spoken, things done to them. And I want to challenge all you parents. Build good seed into your kids' lives. Because so many kids grow up with things said over them and done to them that they take into their 20s, into their 30s, into their 40s, and they never have gotten it dealt with. And if you can plant good seeds into your children... You will avoid huge catastrophes later. This negative things that happen to children and to adults sometimes, it creates a propensity towards the negative. I don't need to get into all the details, but negative things done to children or negative things spoken over children creates a propensity, a natural tendency towards the negative. The result of this, next slide, The, the result of this are wounds that are created and scars in a person's life. And that's what I believe this morning. God wants to come and heal. Inner healing. And I really believe that's what God, just as the, the, the weeks have gone by, as I've been studying and, and meditating on God's Word, inner healing. What will, can take counselors months, years, God can come and just heal, just like that. And this morning, I just believe the, the presence of God is here, and He just wants to, one touch, heal. Heal. Things that you had absolutely no control of, things that you weren't even aware of, God can just heal. Just like that. And I believe God is here to heal this morning. Second, there are negative things that we allow or negative things that we tolerate in our lives. Quite Sometimes they're not even sin, but they are negative in the sense of distractions, Negative in, in the sense that they, they just take the energy, resources out of your life, and you're left drained and nothing left for God. Negative thought patterns. I've mentioned before as I've, as I've, I've spoken, there are these negative thought patterns that will keep me awake at night. Worry, stress, this, that. It robs me energy, sleep. As a result, I got nothing to give. And there are, there are negative things in our life. Sometimes they are sins. sometimes they're not. But they can rob you. They can steal from you. And as a result, they get a hold of your life. The negative thoughts turn into negative actions. We've all heard of all kinds of different addictions Compulsions, sometimes those addictions and compulsions are brought on because of things that we've allowed, weeds that we've allowed, seed that we've allowed into our lives. And all of a sudden, we wake up one day and this drift, this drift that we've allowed has taken a hold of our life and we all of a sudden realize We've got a stronghold in our life. The next slide. The creation of strongholds in your life. This morning, I believe God wants to break strongholds, God wants to release. I think as, as God's word is spoken, freedom, healing. We don't know how we got here. We, we may not have known how it got so far out of control. Just like a garden. Oh, I wanted to plant the good seed last week. Now weeds are overtaken. Pretty soon in our life, it is so congested with stuff. And sometimes that stuff gets a hold of us and makes us do things we don't want to do, that we never intended to do. This morning, God wants to bring healing and freedom. And in a moment, in a moment... God can release you and bring freedom and bring healing. If you've got a stronghold in your life right now, just got, just start talking to God. Just say, oh God. I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, Holy Spirit, just bring freedom right now. Holy Spirit, just even as your word is coming forth and as your presence is here, Lord, I believe, Lord, you want to bring just inner healing. Things that we didn't want to happen to us, things that we had no control over, Lord, you want to just bring healing right now. And whatever root system that thing developed into, God, you can eliminate it. Lord, just one touch. Holy Spirit, you can just bring healing instantly. Instantly, you can heal. Instantly, Lord, you can break us free. You can break the chains. You can open the prison door. Lord, I just pray right now, your presence. Lord, I just believe right now addictions can be broken. Anger issues dealt with. Your peace. Bring your peace, Lord. Lord, issues with greed that take over envy that take over. Lord, you can break those propensities, those natural tendencies from the human perspective. Lord, you break right now. Lord, as we get ready, For our conference, living a fulfilled and productive life. Lord, you are preparing our hearts. Lord, and this morning, you're preparing us by healing, inner healing, deep scars. Lord, you are bringing healing right now. Lord, you are breaking strongholds, things that we didn't realize we were developing in our lives, things that now we cannot overcome on our own. Lord, right now you are breaking those bondages right now. Lord, your plan, Lord, your purpose is that we as your children would live productive lives. That was your, you blessed us. When you created us, you blessed us and said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, have dominion. That is your plan and your purpose. And Lord, for whatever reason, we've allowed things into our life that just clutter, that just break down, That suck life. This morning, this morning we believe that you can break. You can break up the things that just hold us back. You can bring freedom from addictions. Oh, how you love us. You love us so much. Your death did not just represent a a freedom from sin and forgiveness from sin, Lord, but your death represented healing. God, your death represents wholeness in every area of our life. Your death represented freedom. Freedom from fears. Freedom from things that would bind us chain us and hold us down. Your death represented freedom and release. And this morning, Lord, I just speak a release by Your Spirit in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, You gave us that authority and that power And this morning, in the name of Jesus, I speak release, and I speak freedom, and I speak deliverance, I speak healing and wholeness from wounds and from scars, Lord, from strongholds that want to hold us back from fulfilling your plan and your purpose here on earth. Oh, Heavenly Father, make us more aware. Lord, you are light. The purpose of your light is that we would not stumble so that we would see clearly, that we would know your path, Heavenly Father, I just pray right now, even as you're just wiping clean, as you are just releasing, I believe it's just as instant. God can wipe away scars, He can heal the wounds, and He can leave No remembrance. That is how deep of a work God can do right now. To the point where you don't even remember. Heavenly Father. Just just receive. Sometimes the scars make you feel unworthy. This morning, just receive the love Because His love just comes and it just washes and it cleans. Just receive this morning. Oh, how He loves us. Oh, how He loves us. Oh, how He jealous for you. He is literally jealous for you. He He wants to possess you. And He gets jealous when other things have got a hold of us. And it's to a point where He will literally break the stronghold. He will break the addictions. He will heal the wound. Why? Because He's jealous to have you. And this morning, just receive that. Just receive it this morning. His his everlasting love. A love that there's no limit to what He won't heal you from. There's no bounds. There's no limitations from from which He will draw you in. You might say, This is just too strong. This is just too powerful over my life. It isn't. It's not. His love is everlasting, means there, there are no limits. Doesn't matter. Where you've gone, his love his, can go so far out to bring you back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's jealous for me. Mm-hmm. The power of a hurricane. The violent pursuit that God has. Mm. Mm. The glory, the, the the sense of his love will overcome whatever the affliction. The glory of his healing can wipe away whatever the affliction whatever the pain, the power of His love, the extent of His love can completely overwhelm it. It doesn't take me giving an altar call. It doesn't take me laying hands on it. It takes you wherever you're at, saying, Lord, I receive it. This morning, just receive it. Just receive it. Just receive. Just let him come. With his eraser, let him erase those words off your life. (laughs) Whatever you've been labeled, let God come right now and erase the label. Erase the label. Child now, child of God. child of the King. He loves. Let's just all stand as, oh, as we just close the service. Loves he loves, loves us. us. Oh, how He loves, he loves us. us. Oh, oh how, how He loves, he loves He loves us, oh, oh, thank you, Lord, for your love, oh, how you love me, Lord, oh, you love me, oh, with an everlasting love, oh, he loves us, oh, how he loves us. He loves us. Oh, how hey Dave, he loves. Dave you put this mic on.
1: Uh, the Lord remind me of a verse uh, w- while Daniel was sharing and it. It's, uh, now's the time uh, to break up your fallow ground. And that's the summer fallow. And if you know anything about weeds and summer fallow, Summer follow is what happens in the year that the um, land is resting. And if you don't uh, watch out, you have to summer follow it again. You have to take the weeds out again and again. And oftentimes it could be even two or three times a summer because the weeds just come and they just grow. And this is what Hosea 10:12 says: "Sow to yourselves in righteousness." So get that land away from being summer follow, and sow in righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your follow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord. It is time. Till he come and he rain righteousness upon you. In his mercy and his grace, he rains righteousness on us. And that's not just a sprinkle, it's rain, righteousness on you. And this is what has happened. If you're in this situation, this is what has happened. You have plowed wickedness, and you have reaped iniquity, and you have eaten the fruit of lies, because thou didst trust in your own way. Because, because thou didst trust in your own way, in the multitude of thy mighty men. And I read that, and I thought, that's right your companions, whatever it is you've been trusting in, but not in the Lord. And that trust is not in the right place. It's a misplaced trust. Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, get the weeds out, for it is time to seek the Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, as we prepare... Lord, even naturally, we see the season turning. Spiritually, Lord, you are getting us ready. And Lord, this morning, we just examine our own life, our heart, our field, our soil, Lord, and we want to make it ready for you. Lord, thank you for the healing Thank you for releasing, for opening prison doors. Lord, make us ready to receive the good seed. Thank you for what you've done here this morning. Lord, your amazing presence, worship, God, for Your Word. Lord, let Your Word fall on good soil this morning. In the name of Jesus, everybody said, amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great final day of August. Amen. God bless you.